It's the Everything 80s Podcast with Franco in the morning. Ladies and gentlemen, rock and roll. Big Paul Castellano's life last night may very well have been a payoff for getting into such trouble with the feds. I would destroy any man who tries to take what I got. All right, all right, everyone. Welcome back to the Everything 80s Podcast. I am Franco in the morning. Give me a hi-ho, Mr. Sean Morton. Would you call me? <laughs> uh, my sister's a hoe and she don't look like that um oh god oh remember that joke <laughs> yeah unfortunately <laughs> all right so uh welcome to the podcast It's powered by prime 82 restaurant and they are located in norwich town we thank everyone for being here and uh you could uh check out my morning show at 100.9 k hits fm or uh, you can also uh, follow me on TikTok at Franco in the morning. Big problems on TikTok right now with music publishing. I'm sure you heard about that. Oh, that's it. That this is a this is a game changer. It is, but I think they'll they'll strike a deal. But it's UMG, of course. Uh, UMG does you know they want more money, and you can't blame them. The artist deserves money. The writer of the song should get paid. Uh, One thousand percent. Yeah, you know, and so I don't understand why there's even a problem with that. But many of my videos, Sean, have been muted. Oh wow! You're well, happy about I, that. I actually I, I mute all of your videos actually. So. <laughs> all right, so today we're talking about uh, great guitar players from the '80s, and Correct. I'm going to let you this roll is, with uh, this. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, I for me, obviously, I I always tend to gear towards more of the the rock and the hard rock. But what and about stuff Prince? Like that. But I, I but I broke out. I broke out of the mold a little bit, and uh, you know, I really tried to open my horizons and and look at different types of guitar players and okay again, there is a lot of rock on here but i will start with prince because mm. uh people don't realize how just uh, what, what a ridiculous guitar player he was they always just see him as a you know as a singer but he played like 19 or 27 instruments right but i Guy think was an it's, absolute musical genius i think it's more mainstream now that people know this uh really you know why because of the concert for george where he did his yeah. uh he shredded the guitar on while my guitar gently weeps and i think everybody has seen that well, you know what it was too. A lot of his stuff was never available on YouTube because of his estate, and that was one of the few things that was on YouTube that Prince was involved in. Yeah, right. So you'd have that. You'd have that in the Super Bowl, and again, even his Super Bowl performance was just outstanding. I, I still think. I still think it's, to this day it's the best. Performance it, it could be the best. Bowl. Yeah. There's nothing coming close. Mm. To it. Uh, this one's going to make you happy. Uh, Mark Knopfler from okay. Dire Straits. Yeah, absolutely. I think is a. Gr- is a, is a really great guitar player. It does one of the hardest things you can do when you play guitar is play without a pick, especially with a, an electric guitar because the strings are a lot harder than mm-hmm. a regular acoustic guitar. Uh, I mean, we can get some of the obvious ones out of the way. We really don't have to, like, go into detail because everybody just knows. Right. You know, like Eddie Van Halen, yeah, we get it. Right? He's, <laughs> he, he's he's the, one of the greatest. Okay, we yeah. understand this already. Slash. Brian May from Queen. Mm-hmm. Yes, Brian May from Queen and Slash, of course, these guys are on it as well. Um, Eric Clapton had a big resurgence in the 80s, too. Okay, so see, I, 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 I was on TikTok asking, and, and I thought that we were doing just guitar players that were prominent in the 80s became famous yeah obviously eric clapton goes on the list somebody, I, somebody said clapton i said yeah. no okay yeah i mean well mark Knopfler started in the 70s i know, I know. Well, so, Van Halen so too. okay so great guitar players and it's not great guitar players of the 80s 
What about well, Keith Urban? They, Keith Urban should be on the list. Uh, no, we're. This isn't. I don't know if anybody told you. I don't know if you took your meds this morning. Country. This is called Everything Eighties mm-hmm. Podcast. Oh, did he start in the nineties? He started in the nineties. Oh yeah, oh, yeah, all right. big time. Okay, yeah, definitely. Uh, so you got Eric Clapton off that list. <laughs> if anyone tell you, told you, I named it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> Ass. So uh, one of my personal heroes, and not even just favorites, one of my heroes. Stevie Ray Vaughan. Mm. To me, I think if he did not die in that helicopter crash, I think music would have been completely different. I think he would have been, I think he would have went down as maybe one of the greatest of all time. Well, he had already won awards as the best blues guitar player. Yeah, exactly. You know, he already won those at a young age. Yeah. So short, you know. Um, some of the uh, the glamier types, you know, I, and I I have to say he's a decent guitar player. He gets a lot of hate though. Is Richie Sambora from Bon yeah. Jovi? Yep, so, solid guitar player. One of the the most respected guitar players in all of music, as far as from a musician's standpoint. He's actually literally down the block from my house right now. Is Paul Gilbert? I don't know if you're aware who he is. Mm-hmm. Uh, plays for Mr. Big. Oh, uh, yeah, had a couple of hits. They had a couple big hits. They're playing mm. down the street for me tonight. I might go down there because I can get free tickets because I am a Z-list celebrity. <laughs> uh, as usual. <laughs> as usual. Can't talk about great guitar players without talking about Randy Rhodes. I mean, I know a lot of you, a lot of the fan yep. base does not really listen to Ozzy, but uh, he changed he changed music. He completely changed music. You ha- and I'm, I'm, I'm rushing through some of these because I want to talk about some of the ones that you might get surprised at that I are bringing up because I, didn't, I don't think you really know the depth of how deep I go with guitar players. So uh, Joe Satriani and Steve Vai, they're, they're nerd guitar players. Like nerds listen to them because they're all about the theory and the speed and stuff like that. You go to one of their concerts, you're going to see two broads. That's it. It's all dudes just staring at them. So, but they are brilliant guitar players. Uh, a band that I can't stand more than any play- band in the world is Rush. But you can't, you cannot yeah. deny Alex. Alex Lifeson is, is a brilliant. Now, guitar let player. me ask you because now you're talking about guitar players that already were, you know, famous like Eric Clapton, but still putting him in in the '80s category because he had some hits. What about Jimmy Page? How's Jimmy, Jimmy Page not on the list? He, he didn't have any hits in the '80s. Uh, he died off. No, they, they died they, off. Well, I don't, I'm not counting the fix and what would no, the alarm the, or the firm. The outdoor. Or, that's one album. I can't, you can't, no, you can't do that. He's predominantly 70s. What about Terry Cat? I, I would, I don't know who that is. Chicago, I sent you a clip. You didn't watch it? I don't watch anything you send me. Why don't you get this through your head? Save he died yourself early. the disappointment. He died early in the 80s. You, I, I, I even sent the clip with the heading. You really have to watch this. You love guitar yeah, you players. Know what that makes me do. You should know me. When you somebody tells me to do something or I have to do something, well, even if it's to my benefit, I'm never doing it. I'm never sending I'm spiteful. Again. I'm gonna open a spite. I'm gonna open a spite radio station <laughs> up there, just like Larry <laughs> David. Larry did. David. <laughs> yes, I'm gonna open a spite radio station. <laughs> 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 I'm gonna cut off two, a couple of these because you're not gonna know who they are. All right. Um, Vernon Reed from Living Color mm-hmm. who was just. Honestly, a brilliant, brilliant guitar player. I got I got the beautiful opportunity to go see him with uh, Mono Neon. I don't know if you know who no, he, no, he is. No. You're much more eclectic than I am. No, Mono I listen, Neon is... I listen to the Beatles. 
Yes, we're we're well aware of this okay. actually, and we're trying to branch you out. <laughs> yeah, uh, Mono Neon was Prince's bass player, and dresses up in glow in the dark stuff. Drops the lights, plays with black light, and uh, my friends in Morris Day at the time invited me to the private party, and that was the entertainment. It was like forty people. It was Vernon Reed from Living Color and Mono Neon jamming for an hour and a half in a tiny club in Atlantic City. Those are the coolest shows. Coolest shows. Just amazing. All right, so here's the different stuff that you didn't think was going to happen, okay? No. Uh, Pete, Peter Buck from R.E.M. Mm-hmm. Very, very underrated guitar player. And honestly, R.E.M. is one of those bands that I really associate with the 80s, with the alternative scene. He's a very underrated guitar yeah, player. Yeah, and you don't like that music. Uh, it's not that I don't like it. I like a lot of it, but I just it's not my favorite from that de- from that decade. It's yeah. not my wheelhouse, but I will listen to some stuff. I'll listen to some Cure and some R.E.M. and things mm-hmm. like that, but I'm not going to go deep, you know? Okay. Uh, Andy Taylor from Duran Duran, I think is an extremely underrated guitar player and does not get enough songwriting credit because a lot of those a lot of those songs are really guitar-driven, whether you realize it or not. Mm-hmm. Uh, he still performs a lot and doesn't get any credit either, is Neil Giraldo. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pat Benatar's husband. Uh, uh, he tours with her, doesn't he? As well. He still tours with her now. And actually, they actually bill it as Pat Benatar and Neil Giraldo, yeah. which I think is a really cool thing to do, too. Uh, Steve Stevens doesn't get enough credit either. I don't know if you're aware of Steve Stevens. No. Is. Steve Stevens was Billy Idol's guitar player, the guy with the big poofy well, black hair. And what about Billy Idol? Michael Jackson. Hey, well, he's not a guitar player. You're not? No. Okay. You're really adding a lot to this episode. Let me just tell you. Yeah, that's what I'm here for. Okay. Um, he also played for Michael Jackson, too, for a long time. I think he was on the uh, Dirty Diana, so on the bad record he played for MJ. Uh, a grossly underrated band, and I know you're going to agree with me with this, is The Cars. I, I love The, the cars, cars debut. Love The Cars. I think The Cars' debut record is... Look... You know my affinity for Guns N' Roses. And you don't like the New Cars. Wave. No, but I, I appreciate great music. But I think the Cars debut record is a top 10 debut record ever. It's It's got nine hits on it. It's absolutely amazing. So Elliot Easton from the Cars, I would absolutely put on that list. Uh, Rick Springfield, uh, he might be identified as a little bit of a man crush for me. I'm totally fine with that. <laughs> it's, been, it's known. It's known. It's established. We get it. It's fine. Okay, nothing would ever happen. I'm fine. But... Uh, yeah, Rick Springfield again. As Franco is texting me, I'm sending you a picture of Billy to watch. with a guitar in his hand. Well, I'm reading the list off my phone, and how am I going to do that if a text comes through? It's like a first day in radio. Jesus Christ! This isn't radio. This is a podcast. This is way worse than radio. But okay, so we got Rick Springfield. <laughs> you can't get worse got- than my show. <laughs> No, your show is fantastic. I've listened to it a lot, actually. Yeah. More, more than I give you, more than I even let on that I listen to your show. And I give you a little credit when I'm, no, I'm not being recorded. Yeah. Uh, I got two more. I got, actually got three more. I'm going to mention this guy because I think he needs to be mentioned. Is Nuno Betancourt. Are you familiar with who Nuno Betancourt is? I know is? the name. I can't place it. He's in the band Extreme, but he is also, he branched out huge in the 90s and the 2000s extreme kind of broke up uh their drummer paul geary actually wound up becoming a huge manager in the music industry he manages godsmack yes uh gary sharon went on to a very very short stint as the singer for van Van halen Halen, yeah uh the bass player nobody really 
cares about because nobody cares about the bass player. And Nuno actually went on to play guitar for uh, Rihanna, which uh, was a very, very big uh, left turn direction for where mm-hmm. he was going. She has a lot of uh, hits. <laughs> Ton of hits. She's a, she's a hit machine. <laughs> she's now. just behind the Beatles right now. Is she really? Yeah. Yeah, that's how many hits a, she's had. I have a very interesting fact that I'm going to uh, tell you after this list is over. Okay, I'll, I'll be looking forward you. to your factoids. You you will. Uh, last two, <laughs> yep. uh, a band a band that I love, a band that I love, I think it was taken away from us way too early, was In Excess. And Tim Farris from In Excess. Listen to that kick album. That's a guitar rock album. Yep. And some of the riffs that he has on that is some of the best riffs of the 80s and doesn't get any any of the, of the flowers that he deserves. And finally on my list, I'm going to say <clears throat> maybe the most prolific and innovative guitar player. And you're going to be very surprised when I say this. I'm saying the edge from U2. Yeah. I think some of the things that he well, has I was wondering when he was going to come guitar, up. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think some of the things that he's done with the guitar has changed the game. I don't know if you ever saw the documentary. It might get loud. No, I'm sure Kimberly uh, has. My wife. I'll ask her. So it was. Uh, it's based around the Edge. It's based on Jack White and Jimmy Page. And then at one point, all three of them are in the room together. They're jamming out. They're oh my god! And things like that. What's it's, it called? It's a. It might get loud. All right. So basically, what it start the, the documentary starts off with Jack White just taking a two by four. Literally a two by four, mm-hmm. screwing it, screwing in a pickup underneath it, underneath on the board. Right, strings up one string or two strings on this guitar on this piece of plywood. Mm-hmm. Plugs it into an amp and takes a coke bottle and starts playing slide guitar and just says, "You can make a guitar out of anything." And right. that's how the movie starts. It's so <laughs> a great one. It's a great, great movie if you're a guitar player or a music fan. All right, well, don't even talk about joy, slide guitar without saying Dwayne Allman because there's nobody better. Oh yeah, Dwayne is uh, just amazing. He, he, he invented was, he, was, actually, he invented using the glass. Can I tell you? We actually talked about um, our Mount Rushmore or top five guitar players of all time on my other show, and I actually put Dwayne Allman in there. No right. I did. Yeah. I put Who do you have at number one? Cannot. Clapton? For me, not for I you. Who the facts? No, Who, I think. I, oh, this is his I, favorite. I think I put. I think I put Clapton. Clapton at number one. Yeah. I think I put Clapton, then Dwayne Allman, Eddie Van Halen, and then I put uh, maybe Prince. Mm. I'm not sure what the fourth one is. See, I would have had Hendrix and Terry Catherine there for me. Yeah, I I mean, I have Hendrix at like... I wish you'd watch the Terry Catherine clip. If nothing else, because you love guitar, you're not going to do it. Fine. No, you won't do it. So a very interesting stat that came out and I am going to go on record this your and factoid? say this right now. All right. This is my factoid. This is this is the last contribution I'm giving to this show today. Thank God. My prediction is that Taylor Swift mm-hmm. is going to become the highest grossing artist of all time, passing the Beatles by double. And here's the reason why I am saying this. She has single-handedly kept the vinyl industry thriving. Not just alive, thriving. In 2021, one of every 15 vinyl that were sold was a Taylor Swift record. In 2022, one of every 10 vinyl was a Taylor Swift record. And in 2023, one of every four vinyl sold in, in the world was a Taylor Swift record. This girl is going to blow the Beatles out of the water. It's apples and oranges, man. 
nine apples and oranges. Apple, it's a different time. Of course she's... She's, she's a, about facts and numbers a, and stats. She's a force of nature, there's no doubt. And, and I'm totally on board with that. But until she could sell 600 million records worldwide, she's not going to touch the Beatles. Give her till Tuesday. <laughs> uh, she is definitely a force of nature. There's no doubt about that. And I am so yeah. tired of all these people on the Book of Faces that are disgusted that she's getting FaceTime on the NFL and all that. I don't know how you it's feel about it. It's a great thing. But to, I, I think it's it. a great thing. And any dad that's complaining about this in front of your daughter, what you're doing is telling your daughter, don't support your boyfriend. You know, uh, be a, right. a, little, a little speck on the ground and you know, just stay where you're supposed to stay. And, be, and stay put and get him a coffee when he wants a coffee. That's what you're telling them. I think a lot of people are upset because the Super Bowl really did. The NFL really did change the Super Bowl halftime show to cater to women. Mm -hmm. It truly did. It yes. has nothing to do with uh, the, the game. You know, there's a ton. Obviously, there's a ton of women, female football, uh, you know, fans and stuff like that. But they have changed the game to have the halftime show geared towards women, and which is fine. I think it's. I think it's a great thing. You know, you can't be you know, having all this macho masculinity and then you mm -hmm. know putting on Metallica in the middle. You know, you got to lighten it up a little bit. But but. The fact that she is bringing more people to the NFL, you're, you're combining two of the biggest entities but, in the globe. Okay, but look at what's happening because the NFL, and, and you're gonna you're gonna be a denier. Did you see that series of things that happened in the Chiefs Bills game? Like what? Like the fact that it was fixed. Uh, it wasn't fixed. Here's the thing about no, kickers the, from well, Buffalo. You no, take, no. Well, no, no, no. Time out. You take your helmet off on the field, 15-yard penalty right in front of a ref. That's right. a 15-yard penalty. Didn't call it. Okay. You know, uh, because the NFL wanted Kansas City in the Super Bowl. Well, not according to the other conspiracy theory that had the colors of the uh, – <laughs> Ravens and the 49ers in the Super Bowl, and that that was debunked as well. The colors, uh, I I don't, yeah, the colors of the logo were like gold and mm -hmm. black and purple. Yeah, so they were saying that was already in the fix, but I don't know, man. I think I, I think it just comes down to people. If you're if you're a kicker and you go to Buffalo, understand something. Something happens to your body, and your right leg gets shifted out about thirty degrees, oh, which forces you to kick right all the time. Yeah. So uh, what, no, about I, the, I listen, what about I, the Ravens fumble in the end zone? That was. Let me tell you something. That was that, that was tough to watch. <laughs> it was, that was really to hard watch. to watch. And what's really yeah. funny? And I'll send you a clip, and you won't watch it. Michael Franzese, who's a former uh, cap, cap regime for Colombo family, talks about how they would fix NFL games, and they did it in the seventies. I think it's a little different now. A player? I, I no, how I, could it be different? Let's say you're a player. You're a player. You're a high-profile player. You're really good, but now. You're $800,000 in debt with the mob. And they say to you, well, where's my money? And they're like, well, I don't have it. Well, I'll tell you what you're going to do. You're going to fumble in the end zone. I want my I, money. I, 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 yeah, I, I, don't, I don't think that's it. I don't doubt that thing. that still doesn't happen. I don't think it's a thing at all. I really don't. I can yeah. see the refs getting paid off because we've seen that happen. Mm -hmm. But players are a different, a different ball game. You don't think players can be bought? Have you ever heard of the wall. World Series? <laughs> Oh, the Chicago, what, the, the Black Sox yeah. handle? Yeah. How was it live when you saw it? <laughs> Seriously, point shaving. Point shaving in, in college basketball. You don't believe any of yeah. it? Are you serious? No. I, no, I, I do believe on some and, levels. And don't I think, think the mob doesn't exist. The mob had, when, during the pandemic, the, <laughs> the New Jersey, no, the uh, Philadelphia mob, right, had, uh, had gambling 
going on right here in southeastern Connecticut in basements and stuff. They had casinos. Maybe really? not in southeastern Connecticut, but it was in Rhode Island. They were teamed up with the Patriarch family. I better not talk about this anymore. Yeah, I think that's a good idea. Otherwise, I'll be doing this podcast solo next week. Hey, hey these are these are all theories. These are all theories. Yeah, these are allegedly's. Allegedly, allegedly's. allegedly. But I, yeah. I I get this from very credible sources. A podcast I listen to. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because everything you hear on a podcast is true. <laughs> yeah, especially if you listen here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'll send you a clip of that podcast, Sean. Okay, I'll delete it. All right. Anyway, you better listen to Terry. I'm going to make you watch Terry Cat the next time you do a show. When are you back in town? April? Up by you, April, unless you yeah. do something before that. Um, I do have stuff booked before that, but um, give it a break. We can bring some fresh blood in once in a while. Yeah, I'm fine without driving, believe me. Yeah, okay. Well, okay, good, good. <laughs> anyway, yeah, we'll uh, uh, shout out to Jen Rex and Stu Bob, uh, two of our biggest fans from the TikTok community. And I've got somebody else listening to your podcast, Sylvia. So shout out to Sylvia. Well, listen to this. How about that? Sylvia is my new favorite person. Okay, what about Stu Bob? He's out. Uh, number two. <laughs> Thanks, everybody. I'm a fair weather. I'm fair weather. Yeah, you are. I know that for sure. It's powered by Prime 82 Restaurant. Everybody have a great weekend. Uh, we're recording on a Friday, so we give you a shout-out for the weekend. Uh, Sean, I'll see you soon. Talk to you later. Later, buddy.